The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Extra Bits. Extra, Extra Bits. Bits podcast. Extra Bits. Yep. Uh, got a lovely to... message. Sorry, got oh, a lovely go text from someone yesterday saying that they love Extra Bits, but they miss leftovers. Oh, and I said, okay. look, leftovers was fun. We have a special place in our heart for leftovers, yeah. but thank you very much. What do you mean? It's just a rebranding. What do they miss of leftovers? The they're, getting, they're getting four more episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. But we used to we used to probably talk about more than one thing in leftovers, I think, maybe. Yeah. Did they but miss the content? Okay. No, we no, can give them more of that. She's good. She loved it. Oh, she's, I she's think given, every day. given the level of content we've sort of spat out in extra bits yeah. the last few days, they're probably getting leftovers. Yeah. 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 And similar content to leftovers. Similar. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep it above board today. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, no swearing, sure. in no bad content. In the spirit of transparency, I did come in here on my high horse telling everyone to just, you know, pull your heads in. <laughs> Uh, let's 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 not always go straight for the uh, expletive or the yeah. the, the filth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, we're looking at you. But I, I have something that I'm bringing to the table, which sort of contradicts all of what I just said. Mm. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Well, it was Vicky that was interested in leftovers. So Vicky's in. She's listening. Okay. Hello, Hello Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hello, Vicky. Well, hopefully this is both titillating and educational. Oh, here we go. He's had tit already. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love my history. Yep. Yeah. So I was fascinated to see this. A, a sex toy has oh. been discovered... <laughs> At an excavation of a of a second century Roman fort called Vinlandia, uh, near Hadrian's Wall. Yo, Hadrian! Uh, and uh, experts believe that this seventeenth centimetre, six point six inch, oh wow, uh, wooden object Say could be no the more. earliest example of a, a wooden phallus. Found wooden. anywhere outside of the Roman Empire. Wooden. Oh. And I love because it's just wooden. How do they know that it's meant to be, that, yeah. that it was a sex toy or Glad if it was just a hammer or a tool that Glad they were using asked. to create food and cook with? Very, they are very good questions. Very good questions. Because yeah. phalli, that's you know, plural for phallus, <laughs> yes. Rami. Wasn't sure uh, or giant wooden ding-dongs, you would know them as. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, yes. Were yes. used, and you see them in Bali too, right? So they, they, they've been used for centuries as kind of good luck charms, way of warding off evil spirits, yes. used as pestles for pestles and oh. mortar, and would you they, believe? Bottle openers? increase uh, fertility? <laughs> Ashtrays. Ashtrays, everything. Well, is that the jam? That, is that what they do, that they that increase fertility sim- or sure. they bring something like that to you? Well, they may well help with fertility because they can tell by how uh, smooth and well used both ends are that they've oh, been uh, both ends, both ends that right. they've uh, be, been using it for uh, a bit of how's your father. So wait, oh. I'm thinking first word comes to mind splinters. Yes, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah but <clears throat> it's wooden. Well, ancient yeah. people were also aware of splinters, and that's why that it's so. Well worked, and you can see my hands. Yeah. Uh, that it's that it's completely smooth. Because you know, like I'm not, free. I don't get splinters from using a wooden spoon. As in, oh. in my cooking, before any of you even oh. suggest. I was wondering I where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, I thought because you were looking you, in the eyes saying. Because you use wooden spoons all the time, right? You don't have a problem. You use brooms. You, you push a broom out oh, in the backyard. But, the, but, the, but you're not the putting it vigorously inside of yourself. This you're is, doing that with a chicken. <laughs> This is how much I love food. I instantly, for the first time in my life, went straight to your stirring pasta. Thank you, Pete. I had oh. nothing to do with uh, where that may be placed. Yeah, she set that up that way, though. Certain woods. No, I didn't. I, the certain woods don't splinter as much as others. That's why I would imagine like what it was made out of was probably pretty valid. And I think ancient people, unlike us, were you know didn't need a, a new thing from Anko for everything. So, yes, you could stir with it. <laughs> 
You could, uh, oh. you know, ward off evil spirits and then stick it up your, your loved one. That's what so everyone's doing with a shower handle. Yeah, Same yeah. thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Multi-use. Multitask. Wow. So what's yeah. happened to this uh, new discovery? Is it going up for auction or? Well, it was meant to go into the museum there at uh, Vindolanda. Mm. Uh, but someone's, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's there. Apparently I was seen at Mardi Gras. <laughs> Well I found done. that very interesting. There yeah, you go. that was actually yeah, really thank interesting. You, thank you, Maddie. Very yeah. interesting. Well done, yeah. Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. What's on the podcast today, Pete? Oh, you I... jumped in. You stole my line. Yeah, because I'm sick of you getting the credit. Oh, okay, <laughs> I see how it is. Oh, I can see. This you... is how it's. This is what it's like out in the I'm just sick of always being the dirty, <laughs> out of line one and carrots the kind of good child. Mate, no one then, forces you yeah, to do it. Yeah. You just you come in off your own volition. That's that's instantly where you go. You and are also, that person. Fuck you. You're the sick, <laughs> dirty one. I want to say on a side note, though, you're an excellent producer. You are. And we've never questioned that. You're thanks. an excellent producer. You're just also exceptionally funny with the ridiculous things you say. <laughs> oh, thanks. And That's I want to say on a side note, yes. good morning to your mum. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who we found out is listening to these oh. podcasts, these well, extra no, videos. No, not technically, podcast. technically no. her mum, her, her friend, her mum's yeah. friend Oh, is that's listening. right. Mum's yeah. friend, Anne. Anne yeah. is yeah. giving yeah. the yeah. feedback. Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. <laughs> Everything you hear about Rami and what he says is correct. Oh, Anne, you <laughs> must be so proud of our filthy so little <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sculptures by the sea. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Sculptures by the sea. Can I ask, before we go on to talk about that, can I just say, so it's called Sculpture by the Sea. Oh, yeah, there are sculptures. I'm quite certain it used to be called Sculptures by the Sea. I, I, I'm And that you. it changed. And yeah. I don't know why we're Did going they with... change it maybe because it, they, they can it, be left open? I so can't it. believe does you're seem, asking that question. It does seem strange that we've only... Why, why only mention one? We work for a company that changes <laughs> its wording like daily. <laughs> yeah, but Sculptures by the Sea makes sense. <laughs> maybe they're referring to the entire event and people being there as one Big sculpture. Oh, that's, oh, that's or, that is so arty. Or yeah, because arty. that way they can leave themselves the option to just one year if they don't feel like it, just Budget have one cuts. sculpture. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> true. That's true, true too. Just well, a giant old wooden cock from Rome. <laughs> <laughs> and love you. Anyway, the uh, the founding director will be joining yes, us on the podcast. Yes, yes. Um, there's a sound. We heard about the sound um, healing today. Yeah, the sound healing. So um, delightful. Uh, we got, we did get one about someone who's never been to Bunnings, and now we're organising a, a cheeky little yes. soiree. Yes, yes. We're go on a date with Emma to Bunnings. Emma yeah. Miller, is Emma Miller? Emma, 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 Emma Miller, Miller. Emma. not Emma. I'd Emma. hate to go to Bunnings with her. <laughs> she was a great, <laughs> great participating for Mix fan. I just don't believe her that so she's, she's never, been, never to been to Bunnings. You think she just wanted a free trip and a snack? I think so. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I agree with you, but when I saw her age, I thought that's possible. Thirty, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Oh, yeah. And she grew up in a regional area yeah. with no Bunnings, yeah. so people could actually fix things in regional areas mm. themselves. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, Kimber's. We discovered Kimber's little... moving into your place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We <laughs> no got issues. There. <laughs> yeah. No dramas. It's oh, going to be great. Cool with it. I'm totally yeah. cool with it. <laughs> And Matt wrote a fantastic song. Yes. Um, for Tony Gallardi. Spud Shed Fire. Yeah. 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 That, today was one of your best ones. I liked it. Thank you, Ryan. I really liked Thank it. Thank you, Anne. What did Tony think? I think he would have loved it. Can we get can we get in touch with him? Can we get him? Yeah, we'll try and yeah. Him. Yeah. Give him a call now. Yeah. Sorry. Phone. Oh. Oh. Oh, what a shame. I mean, hey, Siri, call Tony. Karen, the producer, would have been more organised than oh, that. For oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, I don't have my phone on with, with me either. <laughs> yeah, no. You can have that one, Rob. Oh, oh, thanks. Um, Enjoy the podcast. Hey, and say hi to Rami's mum for us. 
Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Anne. Pete, Matt and Kimball. We got one. Got something to say about bunnies. All right. Now, we got one is a thing that we do on this show where we toss a question out there because we're like, oh, it's kind of impossible we're going to get anybody. We think it's so niche that we might get one person to call and go, yep, that's happened to me. Right. But it's, you know, and, and we often only get one or two people tops. Now, I think this is the one that does us in, personally. Oh, yeah, no one is, is calling for this. I, uh, this morning, came in. I was like, hey, guys, saw a story. I reckon everyone's going to be interested in it because there's not a soul that's never been to Bunnings. And Bunnings is talking about how they're going to be stocking pet stuff now. They're going to okay. have everything and we all go there. Yeah, there's no reason to go anywhere else, right? You're good. Bunnings has got you. And then it was, everybody sort of just revolved around that point of like, Hang on, is there anybody listening who has actually never been to Bunnings? Not, I mean, not an adult. I mean, a kid maybe. Kids, a kid, sure. We're, we're not like kids. We get it. But if you've got your license and you're old enough to go to Bunnings, yeah, I reckon everyone's been to Bunnings. If you're an adult who can make your own grown-up person decisions, <laughs> you've been to Bunnings. We want to find the person, the one person, if they even exist, that has never been to Bunnings. You've never. We got- Never, ever walked into a Bunnings. Guess what? Apparently. No. Dare I say it? Emma in High Wycombe, have you never been to Bunnings? No, I've never been. (gasps) Emma, how old are you? I'm 27. 27? Never been to Bunnings? Uh, Well, hang on. Does your dad own Mitre 10? (laughs) No. No. Okay. Just to check. Never been. All right, so we've got just got some questions, right? Um, just about, you know, what uh, do you live underground in the middle of Australia somewhere where you can't get anywhere near a Bunnings and don't drive past one? Like, what's what's the deal? Um, so yeah, as a kid, I did live pretty regional, mm-hmm. and we yep. did only have Mitre Ten, so right. I have been to Mitre Ten. Okay, okay. never yep. a Bunnings. So you're not but you're not a stranger have... to a hardware store. No, not completely. Um, but yeah, never been to Bunnings. Like every time I've needed help with something, my dad or my granddad or whoever's like already got the tools and they They've just kind of bring their it. own stuff. But this is the thing, mate. You're like, you, it's like I just go to Bunnings on the weekend for something to do. Like I, 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 I go to Bunnings just not even necessarily because I have to go and get things. It's just to take a wander through aisle 47. Even my dog goes to Bunnings. Yeah. Like McGruff goes to Bunnings a bunch. Like look at my screen grab on my phone right now, Pete. You got McGruff. In yeah, Bunnings. In Bunnings. <laughs> He's sitting on a towel in Bunnings. Emma, have you ever thought about going to Bunnings? Have you ever like been close to going to Bunnings? Um, I mean, my husband tries to drag me. Along, yeah. Um, but I just, I'm not interested. <laughs> Have you ever tasted the slightly rubbery because it's been sitting on the hot plate all day? <laughs> goodness of a Bunnings sausage sizzle. I have not. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Emma, would you want to come on a Bunnings journey with me and Pete? <gasps> Let's go to Bunnings. I definitely would. Oh, could we? I'd be up for it. Could and I'd we? bring my dog too, apparently. Oh, yeah, can. you can bring your dog. We'll, we'll make a fun day out. If you want to come to Bunnings with us, we'll take you on a journey and I'll show you the goodness that Bunnings has to offer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. We'll do lunch. Okay. We'll have a Bunnings snag. Like oh, You'll eat the snag. I'm vegetarian. I'll have the bun with some sauce yeah, in it. Yeah, not a problem. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Get some onions <laughs> into you. That's good. All right, Emma, uh, sit tight. We're going to pass you over to the producers and we're going to organise a Bunnings date. Oh, my God. I can't okay. believe we're going to take the only person. I mean, this is Emma's claim to fame. She's got, this is she's the only person in Perth who's never been to Bunnings and yep. we're going to take that from her. We're very excited um, to pop your Bunnings cherry, Emma. <laughs> 
Look, lately I've been getting back into the sound healings. Yeah. Have you ever been to a sound healing? I've never been to a sound healing. Never experienced it. Ah. It's it's medicine for the body and the mind. Okay. Um, I love it. It's it's you know because music is very evocative. You know, it's the reason you play certain songs when you're sad or when you want to feel happy or you want to dance around the room. You know, music makes you feel like that. Yeah. And so these sorts of sound healings are basically like you're lying in a darkened room and there's singing bowls and gongs, didgeridoos, and rain Hoover sticks. And then you remember about <laughs> the girl who broke up with you from years ago. Is that how it works? You or? know what? No. You're not wrong because it can be hard to focus. Right. Because it's sort of like you bas- you basically just need to lay on a yoga mat on your back for an hour and a half and just let the sound wash over that you. That doesn't sound so hard. It's not. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and it's really healing and it can bring up a lot of things for you. It can sometimes, like, you know, release some demons. Mm. Um, did, but you, did it release any demons for you or were no, you, it didn't. you just went through quite nicely? Yeah, because it just makes me feel really zen and it okay. makes me feel connected to my body and I just, I really get a lot out of them. I find them really relaxing and really lovely. Mm. But I struggled last week. Really? And uh, yeah, and it's it, like, these guys are amazing. I've been going there for a little while. They're fantastic. Where was it? Down in Beaconsfield. Near Freo? Yeah. That, of course it was. Yeah, they're amazing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, you, yeah, just, <laughs> I don't need to give you directions. You just follow the patchouli smell. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it, and it arrives there. Yeah. Um, but they are amazing, and it is the best sound healing I think I've ever been to. And mm. I've been to a lot. But last week I was a bit, I don't know, maybe a bit in my head mm. and I couldn't quite shake it. And I was trying to relax. And sometimes it's so relaxing you can fall asleep. And the lady next to me had fallen asleep and was snoring. Oh, no. It was very gentle. That's it was great. a gentle snore. And you know what? In these environments, you don't pick on other people for doing it because yeah. you too know that at any point you could fall asleep and be that person. So it was kitten pairing kind of snoring, not Chewbacca from Star Wars kind <laughs> of snoring. Yeah, she, she was just... But every now and then she did that whole where she'd oh, wake up yeah, and, then, yeah. and then it'd be silent for a bit and then it'd kick in a little bit later, you know, yep. except the other night, so I was, I was tolerating that. It was okay. I could get past it. But then the other night there was this really intense sniffing. Someone was like. <laughs> oh, no. Someone's got a runny nose. Oh, that'd do me in. And it, and it was getting really like, it was, I, I couldn't shake it, right? And I was like, get, yeah. And I was like, just try and stay in the zone. <laughs> And, and I was really trying not to be agitated and I was just about to be like, no, I just need to give up. I'm just going to lay here, but I'm not really enjoying it as much as I usually do. Yeah. And just when I was sort of reaching my peak annoyance of the sniffer, yeah. I realised it's the didgeridoo player oh. taking breath. Oh, no. <laughs> It's just him taking breath. He's just trying to circular breathe. He's just doing them, like trying to get in air every time. You're asking for <laughs> your money back, wouldn't you? I feel like so. a really bad person now. <laughs> Maddie, this morning, the Tony Gallardi stuff. Hey. Oh, look, I mean, does anyone rock a pair of tight blue work shorts like Sir, in my opinion, Sir Tony Gladi. Only your mechanic mother. Oh, only mother too, right? Mother's the only other <laughs> they, bloke. They are such <laughs> bees <laughs> in a pod. I love them both. And of course, you know, uh, Spud Shed there in Inaloo, 24 hours it's open by the way, if you need to. Uh, 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 someone lit a fire within the within the Spud Shed. Very and, strange. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tony was pretty upset. I'm so grateful to, to the incredible staff and uh, the incredible 
customers that came into the aid to help us. And you saw the video, Kimber, of the customers and the staff putting the fire oh, out, which was incredible. amazing. incredible. People jumped all over it to put that fire out and save each other. It was very good. But I'm sure Tony's sitting there thinking this morning, why, or in Italian, porque? Porque. Porque. I have a dish shop where I sell food, including grey potatoes, open midnight and afternoons. Mostly it's just nice people looking for Kifler potatoes. Sometimes we have to deal with hoons. Potatoes great for mashing, scallop them, or you can even bake them. They boil up fine. Spots are just so versatile. Don't want potatoes, then don't worry, we got attractive prices on fruit and veg varieties. It's open all the time. It's me, Ciao, it's Tony Galati. They set fire to bog rolls on aisle three. I wanna thank those staff and customers that help together. Can be exhausting when you're trying to run a spudget empire. Don't know why young people today are anti-toilet paper I find the stuff quite good to use Maybe they're angry at the world that we are leaving for them Poor sorbents copping their abuse It's me, Joe, it's Tony Galati They said fire to bog rolls on aisle three Maybe I'll offer jobs to wayward youth to help their future Can be exhausting when you're trying to run a spudget empire Hey, uh, can we go shopping? Do you want to go shopping with me? I'd love to Take my hand, let's go shopping on TikTok Okay, I'll bring the basket I don't mind a bit of the talks, to be honest with you. Yeah, you do get into it a bit. I get into a bit of the TikTok, um, and uh, I have come across the top 12, and I won't go through all of them, but the 12 best TikTok made me buy it products of 2023. Oh, okay, because we're easily influenced. Well, what I find interesting about this is that, I mean, there's a few things in here where you kind of go, oh, yeah, like that's probably around and stuff like that. But I also see a few things where I go, thank God for TikTok. Because this is actually a really bloody good idea. And people come up with great inventions and stuff too. Yeah. The internet has allowed us to sort of discover those a bit more. Yeah. Now, uh, one of them is the weighted hula hoop. This is just a bit of exercise, right? It's a ring that has teeth. Looks like a big pink shark's jawbone sort of thing. Oh, yeah. It's the sort of thing you, like your uncle would have sitting up in the shed that he hasn't used for 20 years. Right. right? But it's got a weight that hangs off it and a ball. And then you like stand up and then you put it around you and it grips onto you and then you swing the ball around, right? That is the trick to learning the correct way to hula. Is it really? Yeah. If you pick up a kid's hula hoop, it won't work for you because it doesn't weigh enough. You need a weighted, the the, high, the more heavy the hoop is, yeah. the better you can hula. Okay. So there you go. And also I found out this morning that you know way too much about hula hooping. I've got two hula hoops and I plan to bring them into work, but I need to re-sticky one of them because the tape on it is going a bit gross. Wow. This is amazing. I used them for exercise. I used to play them during the songs. Have you heard of the pink stuff? No. It's a bucket of like miracle wipe cleaning paste. Apparently it cleans everything. Oh, Yeah, okay. absolutely. It'd get your bore stains off your wall. Oh, brilliant. Right? So that, that'll help. Scrub Daddy. 
Oh, I know Scrub Daddy. So Scrub Daddy's like a smiley face scrubber. It's just a sponge. It's I a don't sponge. I don't know why everyone gets into it. But... Because it's called Scrub Daddy. Yeah, true. Right? It's got 2.2 <laughs> billion hashtags on TikTok. It's <laughs> gone off. It's actually one of the most successful products that's ever been launched from Shark Tank in the US. Wow. Yeah, it's the Australian version of the... Um, the Yudi. Well, not the Yudi, but the um, the Esky that had the cricket set attached to oh, it. Oh, yes. Like the Shark Tank we had here. Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, right. Now, um, this is the last one that got me, okay? And yep. I was like, oh, my God, where has this been all my life? Italian, I love a bit of pasta. It's a snap-on pasta strainer. It attaches to the side of your pot, and then you can tip your pot, and the water comes out, and everything's caught in the strainer. It's such a big deal that I even knew about it, and I'm not on the talk. Mate, I'll tell you what, like this thing, because I'm an idiot when it comes to cooking pasta, because I'll grab a fork or a spoon, right, and I'll put it up against the, and I'll try to catch it, and half the stuff ends up in the sink, (laughs) or I've got the lid, you know, I'll try the lid, and then because you're holding the lid, the lid's hot, and then the steam's coming out Mm -hmm. and everything like that. I, I've been eating pasta my entire life. Can't cook pasta and strain it for the for the death of me. Oh. But there, this little pasta strainer. You've got everything you need. And all under a hundred bucks. <laughs> Thank you, TikTok. Sculptures by the sea in Cottesloe. David Handley is the exhibition's director and joins us now. Good morning, mate. Morning, guys and lady. How are you? Oh, great, David. I'm so thrilled that this is back. We know that in the last few years it was a little under threat because it needed a little bit of funding to get off Mm. the ground. But this is one of my favourite events in Perth is just walking along that beautiful beach and seeing this incredible artwork. And and what I love about it is I just looked at the uh, image of the Tung Min Hu uh, artist who did Ark. And it's this sort of picture of a, it's, it's a sculpture of what looks like coral. And I said to Pete, oh, I see people holding hands in unity. And Pete went, what are you talking about? And I think that's the joy of these sculptures is you can get so much from it. Oh, absolutely. And this is something about the Australian psyche. The beach is free. There should be art there. You know, it sort of, I think, it goes back to uh, mankind being in the caves. You know, mm. there's always been there's always been art in our lives, but somehow along the way, it's got you know, put into institutions that don't really fit with our psyche all the time. David, you've got an app that you can download and follow along with everything on your on your phone. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. So it's a free app to download and information on the exhibition, the artists, what to do, where to go. Um. When we rock up and we get to see this this fantastic exhibition over the next couple of weeks, we can. It's it's just a donation, but it'd be obviously great if everybody could throw in. But or it's not compulsory, though. No, no, totally free exhibition. But the people of WA have contributed a hundred grand over the last each year for the last couple of years. Wow! Um, so that's been absolutely fantastic and a, and a big help. David, um, over the years, we've spent probably close to $2,000 on Play-Doh and Plasticine for our kids. And they've, yeah. they've made some stuff where it is really beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, and I was kind of, I was just wondering, because I think it would really look snappy in amongst all of these sculptures. What do you reckon? Well, you don't have a future in sales because you really didn't start off with a good sales <laughs> And I know the plasticine can take the salt water or the air, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, let's try that next year with a better opening line. Oh, that's exactly what they said to me on Australian Idol. Uh, <laughs> but that was about you, not about your kids, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, no, we've got, there's a couple of interesting things I'd just like to, to throw in. Uh, we've got two Ukrainian artists in the exhibition, and um, she's going to be talking on the plight of the artists from of Ukraine, but also how they're helping with the uh, defence of their country. 
David, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, David Hanley is the founding director of Sculpture by the Sea. It returns to Cottesloe on Friday and goes right through to the 20th of March. Thanks for joining us, mate. Okay, cheers, guys. Pete, Matt and Kimber. How you going there, mate? You look like you're wasting away a little bit. Oh. Do you mean anything? <laughs> yeah, no, this is the, this is the system that's working. Um, if you're feeling festively plump, uh. scientists have discovered that if you cut your food into smaller pieces and sort of scatter it across the plate, right. that it'll actually make you eat less. Why? So, Well, apparently because the portion size that we eat is what uh, it's perceived portion that dictates what we eat, not how full we are. Perceived portion yeah, so, that dictates what we eat. So if you arrange your food on a plate that makes it look like you've got more food, yep. you'll eat whatever is there. What if I get 10 steaks and just have a really <laughs> big plate? I mean, look, if you cut it into cubes, plate. it would look still more like more than 10 steaks. Right. So you would feel like you had more food. Yeah, okay. I see where this is going. And But the thing is, like, you know, and scientists did it with bunches of chocolate. They put a lot of chocolate on a plate and they arranged it in different ways. And if it looked like more chocolate, people felt like they were getting more. Yeah. And so that's how much they would eat. So I, the thing is that I looked at it and I went, this is how I prepare all meals. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't cook. This. I've we... basically been living off hors d'oeuvres my entire life. Yeah. Like if it's an appetizer, I'll have it. I'm, I'm really good at putting together a cheese platter. Um, but I am a snack plate person for life. What, like breakfast, lunch and dinner? Or because I don't cook. That's how, When you don't cook, it is literally a, what can I slap on this plate and things that don't even go together. Like yesterday I went to brunch with my girlfriend and she brought her 15-month-old daughter yeah. with her. And yeah. she's like, she goes, oh, I'm just going to put some food out, otherwise she'll want my eggs and bacon. So she rolled out this like silicon mat and then put on it like a couple of pieces of cut up cucumber yeah. and um, a couple of rice crackers and there was half cut grapes like cut, and just put these things on the plate for her, for, and she was like, yeah, I just have to give her that so she doesn't eat my breakfast. Are but, you sure she was talking to her daughter or talking to you? Hang on a sec, darling. I just need to put some food out for Kimber. I did. I looked at it and I was like, she goes, oh, this is so handy just to have a little silicon plate like this and just throw these things on it. And I was like, that's how I eat. Like, that is my meal. What your kid is eating right now is how I eat as oh, a grown-up. you sound like heaven. Taking you out would be so cheap. It would be so <laughs> good. And you know what? If you're looking for a place to stay, you'd fit right in at our place. Liz wouldn't have to go to the trouble of, like, birthing a fourth kid. You could sit oh. at the kiddie table. Top it off. You know your sound healing you spoke about before? Yeah. You could get that for free every day with the kids banging pots and pans in the kitchen. It would be absolutely perfect. I want in. And, Liz, you don't even have to cut my grapes. I won't choke. Pete, and Kimber. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. Next 94.5.